0: A legendary name in hardcore supplementation. Iron Mag Labs. 100% original, patent-pending Andro compound, The most effective, hardcore, groundbreaking bodybuilding supplements in the world. In the world. Iron Mag Labs. Revolutionizing hardcore supplementation for more than a decade. Visit IronMagLabs.com. IronMagLabs.com. Welcome back to Central Bodybuilding. I'm your host, Jeff Roberts, and I'm here as always with Matt Weick. What's up, Matt?
1: What's going on, Jeff?
0: Oh, man. You know, we uh, almost didn't have the show today. We almost didn't record the show tonight, but uh, it ends up uh, everything worked out, and here we are recording on our normal night, Tuesday. Um, There is some... Pretty good, actually I guess we could call this, this is really the first show that I feel like it's no longer bodybuilding off season because the stuff we're going to talk about is directly related to the Arnold Classic, the first show of the year. That's only like two weeks away now and I feel like, uh, I mean not even two weeks really. So I feel like we're finally out of the off season lull uh, that we always have in bodybuilding. So, uh that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's I'm glad to see it back.
1: I mean, obviously the the low makes it a little hard to talk about what's going on in the bodybuilding industry per se, but I got to be honest. I I still wish that we would go back to at least having one or two shows before we actually jump into the Arnold. It's I don't know, for me it's 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 too much too soon. Like I need at least one or two shows to to kind of get back in the groove of you know, competitors and seeing everybody and getting excited and just giving you that little extra, you know, lead time going up to the Arnold that you can build some more anticipation. It's like we're going from absolutely nothing to boom, like we're right in the mix of things again.
0: Yeah. The other thing, I totally agree with that. And not only that, uh, your points, I agree with and they're valid, I, but the other thing is, from a competitor's perspective, the Arnold now is like 10 weeks from Christmas, you know? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if you had, if you bumped the Arnold back a month or whatever and you had, you know, we used to have the Iron Man. I think the first show of the year should be like a New York Pro size show. It should be one of the biggest shows, just not on the level of a Arnold or Olympia Sort of how it used to be, I guess, but with, with like I said with the Iron Man, the Iron Man, I guess wasn't quite as prestigious as the New York pro, but it would be like that fourth the fourth I guess show if you were putting them in in numerical order uh I just think it, it, it's it's just it is too much too soon it's not it's not really any any specific thing about it it's just starting the show with uh with or starting the year with a show of that size. I mean, in some ways the Arnold is bigger than the Olympia. It just seems, that just seems like too much. Um, I, I I distinctly remember back in the day when we would, we would have the, the Iron Man and stuff first. It's like, so if you have a show, that's the first, any, any, in other words, any show that's the first show of the year is going to get a lot of press and, Excitement because it's the first show of the year. We haven't had a bodybuilding show in months, so it doesn't matter how bad quote bad the show is. It's still going to be exciting, you know, because it's the first show of the year. So to make it the Arnold, it's kind of like really we don't really need to be the Arnold. And then you have the whole. I've heard competitors talk about the timing of the Arnold and how if it's that close to. The holidays and everything—it's just not a good time for them to be dieting. Um, you're dieting through Valentine's Day. You're diet unless you're some sort of genetic freak who's ripped all the time, like maybe uh, a Dexter or something. You're you're dieting through New Year's. You're dieting through Christmas. I mean, I mean, literally, Christmas is ten weeks from the Arnold. You can't be. I mean, most, maybe all, Arnold competitors are not are not the type of person who can be dieting or who can be eating, you know, cookies and cake and chocolate for Christmas, you know, ten weeks out from the Arnold and still be their best. Uh it sounds crazy, but that's that's just how the sport is. That's how the sport's become. It's that competitive. So um Well yeah, I mean not only that, but you know I
1: I hate to see the competitors come out of that off season lull where, you know, obviously they're still working in, in the off season. It's not like they shut everything down. I mean, they're still training leading up to the Arnold, but it's almost like for some of these athletes, they almost need like one or two shows before the Arnold to just kind of dial it back in, so to speak. And, and make sure that, you know, during the off season, if they put on a little bit too much that, you know, they can go into a show and say, okay, I need to work on this for the Arnold versus prepping, prepping, prepping. I hope everything's going to, you know, you know, be spot on in Columbus. And then boom, you're here, you're jumping on stage and, and maybe you're not totally dialed in because you didn't have that time to, to work and, and see where you can be on stage. And, and the timing is just off. But I mean, something else with the Arnold is, and and this always cracked me up. Why, why choose Columbus, Ohio, like the first week of March? It's it's cold. It's snowy. It's like (laughs) it's like nobody nobody really wants to be there, Uh, and and it's always been like that. So you know it is what it is. But every year I laugh, and you know I'm not going to go this year. I have business stuff that I have to take care of here. But it's kind of like I used to dread that. And, and back in the day when I was with Metrex and that was part of my territory, I went out there because I I had to be out there. It's where my accounts were. And you know, that's part of my territory, but I hated going out there for the Arnold. The weather was always terrible. It seems like every time I was there, it was snowing. Yeah. I'm glad it it was, it was miserable.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you. I don't know why. I I mean, I remember excited. I, I remember a point where, I think it was the last time, last time we went, or I don't know. I've I've only been to the Arnold three times and I don't know. I mean, that's part of it. I grew up in Oswego, New York, so I know winter and I know cold, but I don't, I think the other thing with the Columbus Arnold is it's, it's the weather and the venue is not, it's, it's like not enough for what the Arnold is getting to the venue is like getting to a fucking Japanese kamikaze guarded fortress. You know what I mean? When you, when you, it's like, man, you, you can't drive in because unless you get there hours before the venue even opens, you can't even get in because it's like, there's way too many people in way too small of an area. Um, it's not built for that. Um, the Olympia is much better in that aspect and even that's hard yeah. to get to uh, but it's it's much better. It's more open, oh. there's more there's more room. Go ahead.
1: The Olympia is absolutely a million times better than than the venue at at Columbus. I mean, at at the Arnold, you have it in like different venues, you have stuff going on you know, at the Expo, and obviously then you're at, you know, the Memorial, and then you're here and there, and it's it's too confusing. And like you said, I mean, I was always at, um, I think it's called the Hyatt Regency. It's it's connected to the, the Expo Center. And so we literally would just walk across, and, and
0: we're in, and, and good to it's go. All, it's and be, all there now, though, I think. Oh,
1: it is? See, I haven't been there in like two years. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm we moved to the, the
0: prejudging uh, in 15 and it was, it's all there. Yeah. So, so if you're at that Hyatt or there's a several other hotels there, if you, you have to book it the day after, yeah, literally absolutely. like the day after 2016, you got a book for 17, which I mean, that's, it is what it is to get one of those. If you are in that, if if you get one of those rooms, you're pretty, you're going to do pretty good. Yeah. But if you don't, which is the vast majority of people going, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, but like you said, I, I also been to the Arnold where it was the other way around because remember they, they demolished the fuck, the, where pre used to be, um, where the Arnold statue was and stuff, oh, the, the uh, memorial,
1: the memorial. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. They, they, I don't know if you remember they, 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 de- they, I think they demolished it, or they were going to demolish it. Uh, a couple of years ago It was kind of a big deal. People, you know, um, I went to it there. And I went to it, I mean, before, you're right, before it was even more of a mess. And I remember when they decided to make it all one venue, I was like, oh, cool, this is going to be much better. And it ended up not being much better because now you have even more people packed into an even smaller space. And it's just like really a condensed mess. Um, But I was envious in 15 of the people who had rooms in the venue hotels because it's like, man... That would just be so much better and such less of a headache, but, you know.
1: Yeah, it was so much nicer. I mean, we – I obviously had meetings while I was there. So at, at the Metro X booth, we had an actual room in the middle. You know, it was walled off, soundproof. You walked in. It had doors. Uh, and, and we would just conduct our meetings in there with our different clients and accounts and distributors and stuff like that. So it, it made it super easy. Obviously, getting in and out of the expo was the biggest pain in the ass – but it, it, i have a funny story from um over at the memorial marcus haley and i went because at the time marcus was one of our athletes so we basically sat front row at at the arnold and he had to go backstage to go help somebody so he gave me his phone he goes hey if anybody texts me just answer them that i'll be right back i had pros texting all of this stuff i was like what the what the hell's going on but the funniest thing was after the the uh the show was done at the memorial. We we went outside. It was freezing cold. Marcus didn't have a coat. I didn't have a coat. We were both in short sleeves, and we're trying to get a cab. Now, you know these shows go until, you know, 10 o'clock, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So we're literally standing out in the freezing cold trying to get a cab with everybody else that's trying to get a cab. Marcus is standing in the middle of the street trying to flag down cabs, like it was it was the most insane scene i've ever experienced in my life finally marcus like almost drug a guy out of the window saying you're going to take us back to the hotel i'm freezing and the guy was just like uh okay get in he wasn't even you know on duty like his light was off and everything marcus was like you're going to take us back to the hotel right now but uh it it's <laughs> such a clusterfuck you know you know at I, these I was things.
0: i was going to I must have got I got sidetracked earlier because I was trying to tell the pretty much the same story about my wife and I. At one point, it's like the same story, and uh, Dave Plumbo tells a similar story with him and Romano, yeah. where everyone has like the same story where you 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 leave the venue and you and you you're somehow in you know it's it's February in the Arctic. It's like whoa, why? Like this is so cold. It's like this dry. It's it's like a it's like its own sort of cold. It's like this very dry, like windy, nasty cold. Um, and we're out there freezing, trying to get a cab, and and there's a million other people trying to get cabs. Everyone is freezing, no matter what you're wearing. You're you're so cold, and most of us are coming from places that aren't that cold, so nobody is really dressed properly. So you have all these freezing, freezing people trying to get all these and it's just a mess because everyone's pissed, everyone wants a cab. It's like it is a it is a big old cluster there and that's why everyone has a sort of that similar. I wasn't with Marcus Haley that. Um that would have been interesting. But yeah, I just it, it is that is kind of part of um the Arnold in Columbus, but I think um we will we'll get to the Arnold a little bit more but uh and maybe throw off some predictions cuz by the time this show airs it's going to be about a week out and uh that'll be good but the the big topic this week uh in the bodybuilding industry at least for me is the uh, Dallas McCarver video that was released a few days ago of him posing in Pittsburgh for Jim Mannion um i just i don't know i think there's there's a lot that's come like come to the surface and people uh, did you see um or did you hear uh Sean Ray's reaction to the video? It was very like oof, it was very negative and long and like he, he hammered he him. He hammered him. And uh he's not wrong, uh, but you know, it is what it is. I find it interesting that like man, I don't know, like for Dallas McCarver to go to the to meet the president of the entire organization and pose for him personally and then like have Aaron there and like you know there's like Aaron has a ton of money it I, I don't know that that whole thing is like if I were other competitors I'd be like come on what is that shit like and, and he's with Redcon and Red I'm sure Redcon's like the main sponsor over there at the Arnold now it's like I don't know that's uh, it's all that all seems so it's like if I don't know, man. It's like if some basketball player was going to to play for the, you know the the president of the NBA, and then his sponsor was there with him, who was like sponsoring the fun. It's like that that whole the whole the whole thing to me, which hasn't really been touched on, just seems kind of like, why are you driving out there three weeks out to see the president? Wait, when? when on, on, on the other videos, Dallas makes it very clear that he hates traveling. I mean, who travels three weeks out just to pose for somebody? Like, the whole thing seems like a smooge job to, to I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I think, like,
1: I think it's exactly that. I It's think really, Aaron... like,
0: it's a really obvious, like, oh, let's see, let's, let's get on the political. It's, like, really obvious political move, which is kind of right off the bat it, it kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth and then you see what dallas looks like and, and like man your your mouth's full of shit at that point
1: <laughs> i i think you're absolutely correct i mean aaron aaron is not a dumb guy he he's probably one of the the smarter businessmen in in the industry and for him to fly dallas out to go pose uh, you know, for Mannion and, and all the other people that were there. He knew exactly what he was doing. I I just don't think that Aaron knew exactly the kind of shape that Dallas was in. Now, Dallas is supposedly saying that he did not know that he was being videotaped, and, and that's why a lot of the transitions and in-between poses and stuff like that, he he looked terrible. But regardless – I mean, you're going there to pose in front of the president of the NBC IFBB. What what do you think, you know, what type of message are you sending him if you're holding your stomach, you know, bent over, leaning over, you're out of breath, you're not hitting your poses right? His, His posing was, I'm sorry, it was absolutely atrocious. And while some of the things that Sean Ray... Said was way way worse than probably anything that we're going to say. Um, Dallas did not look good. I I don't think he was anywhere close to where he he should have been three weeks out. Now I don't know technically where he normally is at at two and three weeks out from the Arnold, but looking at him, I I wasn't very impressed. I would have thought that he would have at least had some type of color on him to to show you know jim manion but he didn't um overall i i just didn't i didn't like the video but i think it's because um and and it has nothing to do with with his posing but i think the reason why they went out there was obviously because dallas is you know up in the running for you know definitely top three in in my opinion and some people are saying that that he's going to win the arnold in the condition that he was in I mean even dialing it in for three more weeks from from the video that we saw I don't I don't know. I, I mean Cedric's going to be there. Um I, you know I think Juan Morell and and Roden will be there, but I mean it's it's going to be a good lineup for for the Arnold obviously. You know we're missing a few big names that I would have liked to see entered, but you know I digress. But overall, Every I big mean name. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, overall, um, I, I, I'm I'm worried for Dallas. I I like his physique to a, an extent. I've never really liked his back, and and he truly showed that his back is is not you know anywhere close to uh, any of the competitors on on the Olympia stage that we saw in in late 2016. That's, in my opinion, his back is one of his weakest points. Um, there's no dimension to it. This video, it looked very flat. Um, no definition. No hardness to him whatsoever. He just looked very soft. Um, you know, watery. I, I, I don't know. I just I, – I saw the video and immediately I knew people were going to completely destroy this guy. Um, I, I, you know – I kind of feel bad for the guy though if he truly didn't know that that he was being videotaped and this was going to go out on on you know YouTube and everything else but I mean Aaron should have prepped him for that and if Aaron knew because obviously the video that came out it, it you know was branded Redcon so you would think he had some type of say in in this but I mean if if I was Aaron and I saw the video beforehand I would have been like uh you know what, let's let's not put this out or chop it up a little bit and take out the parts that, that look
0: really bad. Um, yeah, which to me would be the entire video from <laughs> the first second to last second. There's no – I mean nothing looked good. Um, he didn't look like the, he wanted to be there. Did you see his expression the entire time? Everything was bad. I mean, I don't – I mean – and the other thing is – so the topic of – why this was released like why Aaron let this happen and stuff is a whole it was one story that's like another that could be a whole other show like why the hell what are you doing like you can see that he like especially with social media the way it is today and everyone loves to bash the bodybuilders especially the guts and like man why did you release this that's just crazy to me but this whole notion so they're they're like acting as if the reason he looked bad is because oh, he's 3 weeks out. He he's flat. When you travel, you have you know, things happen and there's this and that. And he was tired. He didn't know he was being filmed. It's like so it, 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 what there's no he's 3 weeks out. He's a he's a professional bodybuilder. He's 3 weeks out. He shouldn't look bad at all. No matter, I don't care like yeah, okay, maybe if your gut's hanging out a little bit because you don't know the camera's there, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you should have shredded glutes and, like, huge and vascular, and he he didn't really have any of that. So I don't know, I don't know. It's like we've seen video of guys three weeks out for since bodybuilding fucking start like, you know, since video was there. I mean... <coughs>
1: Kai is not Excuse competing, me. and he looks better than him right now.
0: Oh yeah, I was going to say, listen, I have, I have Phil Heath's first movie. It's called, um, Jesus, I can't remember the name of it. I actually got it from one of my friends. We, we traded, I had the, um, um, I miss these days. I had the, uh, the, the dungeon, a week in the dungeon where Mark Dugdale went to Dorian's gym to train with Dorian for a week yeah, I had that DVD and I traded him that DVD for Phil's first DVD, which was um The Gift Unwrapped. I don't know what the hell it was called. I can't remember. But I, if you saw Phil 3 weeks out from his first pro show and, he, and you compared the video to this, Phil beats him all day. All day in every aspect, especially his back. And Phil had a week back this everything like Dallas looked he didn't look big. Like, he okay, he looked big, but he didn't look bigger. If anything, he looked smaller. His V-taper looked way worse. He was way more bloated. He didn't look really that lean. There was no graininess to be found. He looked like he was seven weeks out, not three. And he didn't look any bigger. So they're talking about 20 pounds and everything like that. And for, I mean, I don't know. Well, Here's, I I, here's a just,
1: question for you. Do we know that the video that was produced was legitimately three weeks out? Is, is that verified anywhere through any source? And I'm only saying that because I can see this being almost a setup where everyone's counting Dallas out. They think that he looks terrible three weeks out. It was really videotaped, you know, seven eight weeks out maybe more but they decided to launch it three weeks out and he's gonna step on stage at the arnold and people's heads are gonna explode like what the fu- like how did he completely transform into that in three weeks do you think there's a possibility that aaron is smarter than we all think and he's planning it that way
0: uh that's an interesting. I mean, maybe it's is it possible? I think so. Um, that would be a very that'd be some like groundbreaking. That'd be some like groundbreaking. Uh, tactical maneuvers, I guess. Uh, in bodybuilding, I've never. I don't know if anyone's ever done anything like that. Like the opposite of the Dennis James effect. Like look like shit. Quote three weeks out, and then you know. Show up like a beast and shot. That would probably work. Um, I hadn't thought of that, but I don't know. I don't know if it would. I'm not sure if that will be helpful or not. I mean, I guess. I guess it would make for shock and awe, but I but he's
1: creating. It's creating like the drama and the
0: storyline going into the Arnold of. I mean, unless he oh. was
1: tr-
0: unless he was trying to look bad. Purposely, I still don't see that video. I mean, he looked like... It's not like... You can't say fucking, oh, he didn't know he was getting recorded, so that's why. He hit an abs and thigh, dude, and he hit it from the side, and his waist was thick as fuck. Yeah. Like, when he did that, you know, the how you do the regular abs and thigh from the front, and you, mm-hmm. you crunch the abs, and then you, you spin to the side, and you hit the one leg, and you crunch, like, the serratus in the side of the abs... When he did the second part where he's hitting his serratus like, from the side, he's got like, his waist <laughs> looks a foot thick. Like yeah, his abs bad. are ripped. But it's like, he looked really bad. I mean, I don't know what, like, part of me thinks, is this just a, t-? like, maybe for some reason, he ended up in the worst lighting, in the worst camera angle you could possibly have. And that's how, that's what happened. But... It just seems like I heard somebody who it was John Meadows said, if you're, if you're in good condition, it doesn't matter what lighting you're in. You're going to look awesome. And I feel like that's the way I look at this. If you're really in three week out condition, it shouldn't matter that you're in bad lighting or whatever. And, and it's, I mean, back in the day, think about seeing any other guy three weeks out. Like if you saw Ronnie three weeks out or Sean Ray or Flex Wheeler or Kevin or any other guy three weeks out, you could go down the list. You you could go to like, man, you could go to, um, you know, you, you could go even down to like Mike Matarazzo, um, those sort of guys, Aaron Baker, these guys from the nineties. If you saw them three, I mean, we all saw them three weeks out. None of them look like this none of them were like, and to blame it on little, oh, he's not, he's flat, he doesn't have tan on, it's like, what, that that's like, to me, I, I watched this video, and I, very rarely, like, do I, I, I almost thought to myself, like, what's the point, what's the point of being a bodybuilder, if you're going to be like that, what is the point of, only looking good on stage and then having this bloated gut and shit the rest of the time it's like what is the point what are you doing like i don't i don't i could never be a bodybuilder and look like that all the time and then all this, just just look good for the the show like i i just feel like that's that's all you train for is that one day and you just let yourself look like i don't know i don't i don't think I don't like how water manipulation and the drugs and the tanning, like that's what makes the difference now. It's like you can look like a bag of shit five weeks out and then you just do all this bullshit trickery and witchcraft and, oh, look, he looks good now. Like that's that's dumb. Like that's not how, like I said, I feel like if you saw a picture of Flex Wheeler five weeks out, six weeks out, or a video like this, he would look better than him or any of the top guys like Phil Heath, Phil Heath in the middle of his off season right now would look better than uh, Dallas McCarver. No doubt.
1: That's, that's what I'm saying. I, the, the more we talk about this and the more that I analyze in my head, what he looked like on that video, he's off season. He's, he's not three weeks out. Uh, I, the, the more I think about it, there's, there's no way in hell. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's how he looks three weeks out, he'll be lucky to be top five. What
0: happened? Like, what happened? How come the, the number – like, one of the number one contenders going into the Arnold has no abs and a bloated gut? Like, what happened? What – where – how do we go from, you know – how do we go from Dexter winning in 06 to 10 years later now or 11 years later or 07 um, – Victor 1 and then 08 oh, Dexter 1. Like look at those guys compared to what we're getting now. It's like what happened? Why, why do you have to have a bloated gut? I don't understand. Like you don't have to you don't have to I mean Lee Priest had just as good of a back and chest as Dallas McCarver and way better arms for his for his size and better legs, better way better hams. And but he had no waist problem at all. Same with Flex, same with Kevin, same with Sean, same with a, a, a whole slew of guys. What, why now? Like, are we really at the point where we're going to put 5% more size on our bodies, but we're going to pay the price of 20% size on our waist so we can get a 5% increase, if that, on our arms and delts and shit? Like, I feel like that's what's happening now. I mean why what what changed? At what point did bodybuilding go from flex and Ronnie in 98 or even even in like back in, you know, 05 if there wasn't people had abs. You have guys like the new guys, what are these guys doing? I mean, you saw him standing there relaxed and he didn't have abs. Like what what do you like it looked like he had it looked like his it looked like he literally just had like nine plates from the Chinese buffet right before because it looked like not 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 only was it it was like pushing out, it looked like it looked like he was pregnant, like there was pressure back there. It, so much so that it blurred... like he had no abs. You couldn't visibly see his abs when he was relaxed. Like how can you be At what point did we did we get where you can be you know, seven percent body fat and you can't see your abs. Like it's the Dallas McCarver special all over again. Maybe it, he hit up or not uh, Dallas,
1: Permani oh. Brothers. What's that? Maybe maybe before he on posing, he and Singerman hit up Permani Brothers. It it, looks Permani like Brothers it's... is like like have you been to Pittsburgh? Have you ever ate at Permani uh brothers?
0: I've been to Pittsburgh. I did not I ate at Olive Garden and uh when I was Oh there. man <laughs>
1: Your next trip to Pittsburgh, it better it better involve Permani Brothers. That
0: place has yeah. some
1: fantastic food. But anyways, I, I jumped in there just making fun of uh, his distended gut, but
0: Yeah. So I mean, but I didn't I'm, I just said it's the Dallas McCarver special. I meant to say it's the Justin Compton special. Justin Compton is this yeah. kid like you've had you had deep grooves in your ass cheeks for every competition you've ever done. I'm talking about Justin Compton, and then all of a sudden you become a pro and you show up on stage without abs. Like, (laughs) dude, how do you, like, I mean, it blows my mind that that that's a thing. I mean, I could, I could, I could just, I mean, in... I don't even train that hard anymore and I don't eat that great anymore. I can, in in three weeks I can have abs relaxed without flexing them. Like it's, it's like you, if you don't have body fat on your stomach, there are abs there. You don't have to flex them or anything. They're just that that's what's there when you're lean. They like somehow circumnavigate that simple fact and make it so they have these. It's like, what is that? Stop doing whatever's making that happen. Jesus I don't, I don't understand it. Like, and It's not the first time Dale's... I remember Dale's walking out for the Olympia this last year, and it was the same thing. I wrote a fucking whole article about it. Um, it's like the bodybuilders have gotten 5% bigger but increased their waist by 20% from 15 years ago. It's like we need to stop doing this. I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't understand how you can be a top top pro bodybuilder be three weeks out from contest condition and not have abs unless you're posing them it's crazy uh but i don't know i don't know i wonder i would love to i would love to see arnold's reaction to that video that'd be a that would be a who i mean there's i don't i cannot believe based on this video that he's going to have a streamlined waist, or a good abs and thigh at the Olympia. I just don't... How am I supposed to believe that? Because you're going to fill him up? Like, what do you mean? Like, you said he was depleted. He's depleted, and he's, like, got this stomach that's pushing out against his skin like a fucking balloon or a drum. Like, I don't... That's not going to just go away in the next three weeks because you fill him up and put a tan on him. There's... there's and you can tell... By that video, it's not like he's got great posing endurance. I mean, he's all huffing and puffing and looking miserable. So, and you can see his, you know, stomach going in and out like crazy. So, That's I don't what know. I'm saying
1: I, this, it can't be this. This cannot be valid. There's no way in hell. If and let me say this: if if Dallas's conditioning for the Arnold is what we just previewed. Then he did absolutely nothing in the offseason to make himself better. <laughs> the fact that he's been ridiculed all of 2016 for his posing and for him basically coming in, you know, I- I'll call it out of shape, where in between poses you're huffing and puffing like you just ran a fucking marathon. If he brings that to the Arnold, I will be pissed. Like, how, how can you have, you know, the physique that he does – and do nothing in the off season to better your craft. I mean, he he could literally be the next, you know, Olympia champ if he continues to progress and work on his craft. I mean, he has the tools there. He's got to bring out his back, but people said the exact same thing about Phil so, you know, everybody who's who's on the, ah, uh, well, you know, Dallas doesn't have the potential, you know, he doesn't have the genetics. I absolutely think that he does. I, I just think he needs to work on a lot of things. Uh, you know, I, I still feel that he's green and, you know, he's, he's just not ready. But the fact that he looked the way that he did in that video and out of shape, out of condition, I, I would be shocked if that video didn't take place in December?
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe, um, I just don't, I don't know. I I guess, I guess I just don't see a good enough return for that to be that to be the case, but I guess there is maybe that would be a really big deal, a really big turnaround. But I just feel like if you're going to, make all these gains and improvements. Why not just use your last showing as the bar to, to destroy, you know, but it, it does, it would explain how poorly he looked. And the other thing that makes your point, uh, is like a, another factor that, that is in favor of your point is, or your theory is that, man the videos leading up to this he's looked pretty crazy um like massive lean just crazy looking and all of a sudden this video comes up where he's posing in trunks and he looks like shit so i don't know i don't know i don't know if that's uh maybe it is just head games with everyone and they're trying to create uh shock and awe for when he gets on stage, you know, uh, definitely possible. I, um, I'm not sure that Dallas is what everyone thinks he is. I don't see, I I just feel like, man, there is always this guy who's going to be the next guy. You know, it's Steve Kuklo, it's Justin Compton. It's it's uh Dallas McCarver. It's Evan Sennapani. It's a, there's always this big old white kid. It's Trey Brewer, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to be Mr. Olympia one day and uh, Antoine Valiant and everyone. And like, man, I think every single guy I just mentioned has better bodybuilding genetics than Dallas McCarver probably does. It's just Dallas McCarver took a ton of time off. He did everything right. And whatever he's doing is whatever he's doing, but I don't know that he's, I don't know if his body is capable of being at a level of like a filler or a Sean. I just don't know just cause he's huge and stuff. Doesn't mean I, these guys who it's like Dennis Wolf is another one. I mean, Dennis Wolf, I don't think people with fairly glaring uh, weak points like tend to fix them like that. I mean, Ronnie Coleman didn't really have glaring weak points when he was getting his ass kicked in the pros. Uh, Phil Heath was narrow, but narrow is not really a weak point. Phil Heath never had like, they said he needed more, a better chest and back, but they were never really a weak point. They never looked like something that whatever, like that he couldn't bring up. It was all there. Um, Whereas Dallas, I don't know. I don't think, I don't, I don't, and especially after seeing this video, I I don't think he's the, the godsend that everyone may have thought he was. Uh, I just think he uh, has blown himself into this massive bodybuilder. And, you know, you're not going to be the freaks of the world just off of that. I, I don't know. I think he's more like a new, a new Marcus or a new, uh, branch maybe type. I don't think he's built to uh built to win anything major. Maybe an Arnold Classic, but if you turn pro and everyone says you suck and you don't have the you don't have the potential, you probably don't. I mean, is is as, as you know crappy as that is to say, uh I, I think maybe they're trying to push him towards they're trying to push him into the, into this, into the, what people think he's going to be. Trying to push him into the uh, expectations, but I just think those expectations are un- unrealistic and for him. And what's happening is maybe trying to push him to those expectations and believing those expectations and pushing him that hard is just kind of backfiring on him.
1: Well, I'm I'm actually looking, uh, I, I'm trying to find everything possible to to see if my theory is correct. Um, I'm seeing Chad Nichols mentioned that the flight to Pittsburgh with Dallas that he he gained six pounds of, of water weight. So what? And and that's why he was so so bloated and watery and soft. Um, Jesus Christ. But I don't know. It's it's tough because I, you know, Aaron does a lot of check ins. You know, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going here. I'm going there. Like I'm really not seeing any posts. They flew um, from
0: wait, wait. They flew from Florida to Pittsburgh. That's yeah. a That's a three hour flight. Maybe. Worst case, you know, how long does it take to get from Pittsburgh to Florida? It's two and a half hours.
1: Yeah. Not not long.
0: You gained six pounds of water in a two and a half hour flight that you couldn't. Like, come on. And even if you did, you're six weeks out. You gained six You gain six pounds of water and now you look like a bag of shit with a bloated gut. Come on. That's ridiculous. There's no. No, no. Like six pounds of water when you're three weeks out, what makes you look like you're five weeks out? In, in which case you should still look amazing. Guys generally look better three weeks out. You know what I mean? Because they're still full and shit, so I don't know. Right. I don't buy that crap. Like, you had a two-and-a-half-hour flight, and that just blew it, like, destroyed everything? No. I'm not buying it. What else did you find?
1: I don't know. The The more I'm looking at this, the, <laughs> the more I think it might be uh, accurate that he looks like that three weeks out. I mean, you have Sigerman... In Pittsburgh, um, showing his suite and all the stuff. I, oh, man, I don't know. I, I hope I'm right with my theory. Uh, not because I, I want to be right, but because I, I can't imagine Dallas looking like that three weeks out. Water weight because of the flight or not. Um, man, I, I don't what? know. But it, again, it goes back to the thought that, that you brought up before. Who who the fuck is traveling 3 weeks before the Arnold? Right. That's that's unheard of. Everybody shuts it down well in advance. I mean, we couldn't pay our athletes enough money to to fly anywhere for an appearance, you know, to sign autographs, to go to a demo, to go to a store opening, nothing. We could not pay, you know, we could not sign a check and say fill in the box with whatever amount that you want. It, they would not fill out that check. They completely shut it down. I I just don't know. I don't understand. I mean, unless Aaron's telling him, you have to do this. You are one of our athletes. We're paying you to be an athlete. So I expect you to, to come to Boca and then we're both going to fly to Pittsburgh. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm conflicted right now. <laughs> and I'm actually extremely worried about Dallas if this is legit You know, I guess I when we were talking, and and the more that I was listening to both of our, you know, conversations back and forth, I kept thinking this can't be. There's no way. It it literally looks like he's eight, eight, nine, ten weeks out. Like this has to be maybe December. But but the more I'm looking at it between everybody's social media. And unless everybody orchestrated this and and Aaron is, you know, one smart cookie on how he could orchestrate it between Jim Mannion posting and JM and Chad Nichols and and everybody else. Oh man.
0: Yeah, I think Dallas falls into this category of um Marcus Rule, um who's the kid who died uh recently not recently but uh, Art Atwood these monsters who are like trying to be the next Dorian, but they just don't have it. I think there's a certain like pop and roundness and separation that muscles get that these giant white kids can't get for whatever reason. I don't know why, but if you look at those guys, like look at if you look at Phil Heath's back double or um, uh, Cedric's or any any guy like that who's got a really good of ba- David Henry's got a really good back double Jose's got it a little bit uh there's like it's three dimensional and i feel like a lot of people can't get that like bubbly not bubbly it's a bad word but you know what i mean and it's just like without that you're never going to be the the best or the biggest and same with uh Dennis Wolf had a trouble getting that too and i don't think there's anything you can do to get that Um, so maybe it's a, like I said before, maybe it's a a situation where they're just pushing too hard and trying to make him something he's not and his body's, you know, fighting back with a bloated gut and looking like shit. And they're throwing out all these bullshit excuses about six pounds of water. Like, come on. Um,
1: it's, it's tough though. I mean, you're, you're comparing, I mean, we compared him before to, to To Justin Compton, and if this is how Dallas looks three weeks out, I, I mean his his entire career is is oh man, it, it's basically uh, crickets. It's <laughs> it's over. It's done with. I, I mean, look at look at, uh, and and I hate to throw Justin Compton under the bus because this really isn't a conversation about him, but let's be honest. Nobody's talking about him anymore. He had, you know, that one show that everybody was like, oh my God, like, this dude is legit. Like, look how he looks. He's so young. He's got, you know, all these years to progress. And then he comes out like he's, you know, eight months pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, what to make of it. I just think uh, the, the, the most unbelievable thing to me is that it got released. I just don't understand how that happens. Uh, All these guys know bodybuilding, obviously, and they let this, this shit slip away, and it's just like, man, I just don't get it. Even if he looks good at the Arnold, I don't think this video is still a very negative, like, blemish on him. Um, but anyways, in regards to the Arnold itself, um, I don't know if this really changes anything from like a prediction standpoint or anything like that. And people are saying, everyone keeps saying, "Oh, the wide, the the Arnold's wide open this year." It's it's like, <laughs> don't try to make like this the worst lineup in uh, Arnold history bar none sound exciting because it's wide open. First of all, it's not wide open. Um, there are, I mean, what is this? nine guys? Let's see. One, two, three, yeah, four, nine. five, five of them can't win. It's not going to happen. Like Vitali, Justin, yeah. Max, Lionel and Fuad will not win the Arnold. And honestly, I don't think Juan Morrell can win the Arnold either. I mean, May- Juan Morrell is kind of a wild card. I think he can it's possible. I don't think it's even possible for the other five. So, and wait, no, there's only eight in here. No, there's nine. Who's the ninth?
1: It's uh, it's Sean's Sean Aviad, it's uh, Lionel Bayeky, Max Charles, Justin Compton, Vitaly, Dallas, Cedric, Juan, and Sean Roden. Sean's not in it. Oh, then there is eight. Then this this is not updated then.
0: Yeah, because I don't know why they think Sean's in it when he's not. I don't. Maybe he's gonna make a wild appearance at the very end. Well, here, in which here's the question though: Why it, is
1: Victor? Why is Victor not competing in the Arnold?
0: I don't know. I don't think Victor would have any chance either, though. I think Victor is. Victor's like fifty years old. Like I don't know. I don't know how old he really is, but I think but, Victor but let's, is. Let's,
1: but let's talk about Victor for a second. He went over to Kuwait and he came back looking. I won't say... He was only in as,
0: Kuwait for, like, a few weeks, though.
1: Right. But you, you can't deny the fact that he didn't come back looking great. And, and when he stepped on stage at his very next show, he, he looked
0: oh, damn much good. improved. Hell yeah.
1: So that's that's what I'm saying. Like, why not go back over there? You know, maybe f- the whole offseason, or at least for a month, and, and do whatever the hell you did over there. Come back, compete at the Arnold kind of jumpstart the season for yourself and then, you know, go into
0: it full steam ahead. I think the reason he can't do that is because of all of his children. He's got a bunch of like, he's got like three autistic boys and then he's got, I mean, a couple girl. Like, I think that's why he doesn't want to go to, and he's like, he's got the whole single dad. I don't know how many baby mamas he has, but he's got like, he's got like the whole single dad thing going on. So he can't really leave his kids behind for like months at a time, like a Juan Morale could or something because he's got a uh you know a wife that you know they got one kid and they're like a steady relationship it's a different it's a different beast but yeah I don't know I just think there's a lot of guys you could say like where's this guy where's that guy and on the topic of Sean Roden if he's in the show the show's over it's he he smokes this field any of his looks from 2012 on smokes these guys in my opinion unless cedric is his best ever gives Sean a run still probably loses to him um i mean for all intents and purposes cedric should pretty much steamroll this show yeah he may not cuz you never know about cedric but these people saying it's wide open it's not wide open 5 out of 10 got 5 out of the 8 guys are There's not a chance that they're even top two, really. And then it's kind of come down to Dallas, Cedric, and Juan, which is really not super exciting because Juan has beaten – or Cedric has bested Juan. I mean, I don't know. Juan hasn't competed in a year. But last time Juan competed, he was like eighth at the New York Pro. And, I mean, Cedric McMillan last year was – basically won the Arnold. So you're comparing a guy who couldn't make the top five of the New York Pro to a guy who basically beat Kai Green at the Arnold. There's no real comparison there. That's all Cedric. And then Dallas was, what he lost to Cedric at the Olympia, right, by one placing. But but Cedric wasn't his best. So those two are close, I guess. So it's really a two-man show, um, which is not wide open. And even the two-man show is really, like, it's, it's hard to bet against Cedric in this situation because, I mean, he basically won the show last year, and it was against Kai Green, And, I mean, who's he going to, I mean, Dallas McCarver, you know, compared to Kai Green, I don't see Dallas McCarver having any sort of chance against, let's say, let's say Cedric brings the exact same look he did last year. Dallas is done. I mean, come on. Dallas is huge. He's wide, this and that. But Cedric is huge and wide, too. And he's got such a better physique than Dallas. Like, way smaller waist, much more flowing, way better skin and muscle quality, way better poser. You know, like, from the back, it's lights out for Cedric. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's really that wide open, but... uh, it's almost hard to imagine Cedric winning an Arnold just because he's been snubbed at that show so many times. I mean, pretty much every placing he's ever had at the Arnold was at least two spots too low. So, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to imagine that taking place, but I don't know. I think if you go down the list, Cedric's the guy.
1: But it's like, why Why has the Arnold just completely lost its prestige I mean, when you had everybody competing at the Arnold back in the day, and now everybody sits it out. So I don't know if it's because it's too early in the season and people want a longer off season to, to progress and make changes and tweak things, but it's like there is no Dexter. You know, if Sean's truly not going to compete, uh, you know, <laughs> God knows what Kai is doing. Phil will never be in the Arnold ever again for the rest of his existence. I mean, you don't even have the hype of somebody like Kevin Lavroni coming in here and, and, you know, doing this.
0: Yeah. I don't know what happened. I think, I mean, it could just be a a one-off. The Arnold, I feel like the Arnold lineup goes, as far as it's, like, excitement and depth, I think the Arnold lineup goes up and down almost more than any other lineup. It's it's really, it's really like a roller coaster in in regards to how good the lineup's gonna be, but I know I mean we used to have Phil and Kai battle at the Arnold and like Dennis Wolf and Branch Warren and these guys who are like you basically went into the Arnold to become a contender for the Olympia you know. That's and what I'm getting like at.
1: There's the, there's
0: nobody competes anymore. Whoever, unless Dallas McCarver somehow. This this video was some bullshit, and he comes in, and he's really good. He looks like fucking Dorian. Unless that happens, whoever wins the Arnold, even if they win convincingly, is not going to be a top-five contender of the Olympia. That's crazy. I, you know?
1: It's uh, – I, I had my hopes up for the Arnold. I, I do every year, but – you know, I really wish Dexter was was jumping in here. I I still thought Sean was actually gonna throw his hat in the ring and, and step on stage at the Arnold. I really wish Kai would have came back. Um and that's that's a totally different subject as to, you know, what our thoughts are on on his career in bodybuilding. Is he truly done or is is there something left in the tank? Is he plotting something to come back? I, I don't know, but I, I'm not excited about this. I mean, the only people that I would love to see is is Juan morell. I want to see you took a year off. you better come in looking the best that anyone has ever seen you Cedric if if he can dial it in and look like he did last year and and even uh, improve you know slightly, I think he has it easily won. Dallas, we don't know he's he's a truly a wild card if he looks the way that he did in Pittsburgh uh good luck even being top 3 but then you have guys like Vitaly and Justin Compton that I I'm not impressed with I mean Max Charles and Lionel Baiki they they could look good you know uh, you know Fouad I've I've seen his progress pics I've I've seen him on social media and you know he he looks good but you know look at how he's placed lately, and it's not the greatest, so I don't have high hopes for him. But it's like, where's where's guys like Akeem Williams or Nathan DeAsha or I mean anybody who William Bonack? What about uh, Winkler? Like where where are all these guys? I mean, some of these guys could have jumped in here and, and easily collected a paycheck. I I really don't understand why the Arnold is being snuffed. Like it, it's almost like it's uh, a smaller show that. That these people aren't competing in.
0: Bonac is a big one. Yeah, Bonac could definitely win the show. I mean, that's clear. Um, he's not in it, you know. Uh, I, I will say. I don't I don't know that I'm not excited for it, but I understand why other people would not be excited for it. Um, I am excited to see won... I am excited to see Dallas, even though I think he's going to be a bust. Uh, and then it will be it will be definitely exciting to see Cedric win in Arnold, because Cedric Cedric and Arnold kind of have that bond. I mean, he's the Black Arnold. I mean he's he's got the most similar physique to Arnold that we've seen since Arnold. You know, um, and the way he he poses exactly like Arnold and everything. So that would that will be cool. The two twelve is going to be great as well. Um, can't forget those guys with you know the what happened last year with um, Heatay beating Jose yeah and now you got you know David Henry's coming back and everything and Dave, they, they those guys have all in the last few shows been really devastating I mean man they've just been really good and it's hard to to choose who's who like I man I could have had uh, David Henry winning the two twelve Olympia this last year he just the detail and craziness that he showed was man that's just yeah his legs are down but i don't really i can pick apart flex lewis too but um uh, if you say which one of those guys do you want to look like i'm picking david henry out of that group man definitely just looks crazy tiny little waist and stuff but uh i'm excited for it i just i just uh i feel like the idea of Basing the shows on entry fees and not fans is really starting to rear its head. Now Um, you only got nine guys in the show uh, eight in actuality. Uh, I mean, how can there only be eight guys in the show? I mean, you know, they probably invited 20. So how do you, why, why is nobody in it? It's like competing is no longer, like there's a lot of money up for grabs. William Bonac could win. What is that? What is first prize? A hundred k or something? It must be a hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, it's,
1: it's at least six figures.
0: So I mean, William Bonac could win a hundred and whatever it is, hundred twenty thousand dollars. There's a good chance of that happening. What he went at the at the Olympia? He placed like what? did He place? sixth or whatever. He but I doubt he made anything close to that because the the money drops off so fast from first to you know fifth sixth and 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 so on so it's it's like i don't i don't know how if you if you said 20 years ago that oh in 2017 there's only going to be eight guys at the arnold and none of them are going to be top six olympia guys you'd be like oh well then that means the industry's dead in 2017 that's it but it's not dead because of entry fees, you know. It's like there's this facade of entry fees making us think. Because you know, there's going to be eight billion bikini girls there. There's going to be eight billion men's physique guys there. There's going to be eight billion classic physique guys there. I mean, that's is what that's that's the facts. So the industry's going to survive. But bodybuilding, the fitness industry. Com- the competitive fitness industry, I guess I'll call it, is going to be fine. And they'll say, this is the biggest Arnold of all time. The most competitors. Bodybuilding's not dying. Meanwhile, the bodybuilding has eight competitors and nobody's good. It's like, yeah, it kind of is because we're fucking focused on entry fees and not bodybuilding. But, uh, you know, I just think this whole... The Dallas video and everything is just more proof of it. You know, we're, we're like reaching for this, this new godsend bodybuilder who's not really there yet. Um, And it's, it's not Dallas McCarver. I don't think, I really don't think Uh, it's really the same as um, Justin Compton. Justin Compton came out. He won that Orlando show in 13. And we're all like, Oh, the next Jay Cutler, the next this, he's going to take out Phil Heath. Yeah. He hasn't even sniffed Phil Heath. He can't even pack his lunch. I mean, it's not even a contest. So I feel like I don't know. I feel like you, you you These guys who have Olympia potential are not guys like Dallas and Steve. I mean, it's not a it's not a structure and size and looks thing. It's a fucking it's, it's the, the muscle itself, I feel like, is what makes it. It's the, the insertions and the roundness and stuff and the cleanliness of the muscle. These guys, that, these guys that look like plastic action figures, like just perfect. I mean, Dallas does not look like that. He looks like a human being with way too much muscle. And all the negative stuff that comes along with that, he still has, you know? It's not like when Phil Heath was younger, he looked like a an action hero. Nothing about it looked unnatural or unpleasing. It was just like, holy cow, you know, the same with Dexter and Sean and these guys, but uh, and, uh, Antoine Valiant was kind of like that too. And when, when he first turned pro, he obviously had a whole other slew of issues that we won't get into, but you know, um, Jay Cutler was like that in 2001, even tiny little waist, full muscles, clean cuts and everything. Uh, but. That's not Dallas and, uh, or, or, uh, um, it's not Dallas or Justin. That's not their forte. Uh, but you know, I think if we're going to throw out predictions, I'm going to go, Cedric wins this show. Um, I'm going to say Dallas is going to be third and, uh, Juan is going to be first. And I think it's going to be a battle between Juan and Cedric. I think it's going to be close. Because Cedric doesn't have overpowering legs. Uh, Juan's legs are still going to be down. It's probably going to be a bigger discrepancy than ever. Because his upper body is probably going to look like fucking Ronnie. Um, Juan Morrell has a great upper body. One of the best in the entire sport. Uh, His upper body stands with everybody. Um, uh, Sands, Phil Heath. You can put Juan's upper body next to any other guy. Rami, I don't care who. Juan's upper body is insane. Nice, tight, flat midsection, and everything else. So that's another thing. Like with the with the midsections. Like how to, how does, I mean, listen, Juan Morel could have had a fifteen thousand calorie cheat day the night before, flew to Pittsburgh to pose for 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 uh, Mannion, and would have looked a million times better than than Dallas. He wouldn't have had any distension, you know, after 15,000 calories, of ice cream and pizza. So don't give me this six pounds of water horse shit. He's depleted. You know, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think it's either a fake video or he's in big, big trouble. Um, hopefully you're right because otherwise, like I said, he's in, he's in a world he's going to be in a world of hurt when he gets up there with, uh, Juan and Cedric and all Lionel, these guys with tight Waste and you know, uh, it's it's not going to be good. But um, what do you what are you thinking? What do you, if you're going to give a top three? Uh, if I had to give a, if I had to put a guy in fourth, I have Cedric followed by Juan in a close battle, uh, followed by Dallas in third. Um, fourth, uh, Lionel, I, maybe. I guess probably Lionel he's been on the come up I guess but that would be my top four
1: my I mean I would actually do the exact same thing I'm I'm looking at videos of of Juan um on February 10th doing a back workout he's big um it's 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 tough I don't I don't see Dallas beating him I mean, this is about the same time frame as the video with Dallas. So again, unless, you know, what I was thinking originally is correct where that's not truly three weeks out for Dallas, then I definitely have one in second. Um, it's tough because nobody really knows what, what Cedric is doing. But yeah, that's other thing. All...
0: Cedric is completely off the radar, like one hundred percent. But we know what to expect from
1: him, and I mean, it's I'm looking at pictures of of Juan signing his contract, um, with with his new supplement company, and I mean he looks light years ahead of of Dallas, and, and he's just signing a damn contract. So, if if we have to put people into places where, based off of what we're looking at now, it, it would definitely be. Cedric, even though we haven't seen him, but we know what to expect, and then definitely Juan, then Dallas, and fourth and fifth, it's a toss-up between you know Max and Lionel. Um, I, I guess I would throw Baiki in in fourth, and then Max in fifth, sixth I would give to Abiad, and then probably phew, crap. I don't know, maybe. I'm just jaded with Justin, so I'm going to put Justin last and then have Vitaly in, in seventh.
0: Yeah, I didn't even, I literally was like looking over Justin. I guess maybe I would put him in fourth over Bayeki, but I don't know. Really, don't you know think
1: you think Justin will come in looking good?
0: I, I think he'll come in looking, he'll have a great back double, he'll have a good side chest, he'll have giant arms, giant delts, and he'll have no abs. That's what I think. That's what he does every time. And then he gets on Dave Flumbo's show and says he comes in flat, and he needs people need to stop worrying about what they eat before a show. It's like, dude, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, I think – but Lionel Becky's not the greatest bodybuilder. He comes in soft usually from the rear, doesn't have hamstrings really. So, I don't know. I think – I mean, Justin should beat Lionel. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that if they are both a hundred percent, I think Lionel still probably beats him. He's got way better genetics, way better. Uh, but I don't, I, I kind of have a, I have a good feeling about Lionel and a bad feeling about Justin. So, and I also have a bad feeling about Dallas, obviously now I have a good feeling about Juan, but not great. I think this is going to, I think this, I don't know. I don't want to say that, but, um, I, and I think I actually just watched a video, um, couple videos of uh Cedric on Instagram and he doesn't really reveal much but he looks very big uh very big and thick um there's a video of him like dance like dancing for on Christmas with all his kids <laughs> it's fucking hilarious everyone should go watch it on Instagram he's got like um, a whole slew of little kids over there but they're all like dancing together and he's got like he's wearing like Santa shorts so his whole like massiveness is all on display but yeah he looks he looks huge he looks like he's put on size and i think uh i don't need to see anything more i think it's going to be i think it's going to be Cedric all day unless Sean shows up and then then nah, that's a different story but you know what could happen here so if if we're going to be kind of put a nice positive spin on the Arnold let's say Cedric just smokes the field, right? That gives a pretty good like narrative coming into the Olympia, you know? If Cedric comes in and just, I mean, he's put back in line, let's say. He just is way better than everyone else. He's bigger than he's been. He's in the best condition he's been. We we now have a, a situation where we can go into the Olympia thinking, oh, maybe Cedric can stand next to Phil Heath, you know? He's always had that ability. He's just never fulfilled it. Uh, I, don't I don't think he's got that much firepower.
1: No, I I don't. I, I don't get me wrong. I like his look. I think he has a great physique. But standing toe to toe with Phil, I, I don't think he can come close.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand that for sure. Uh, honestly,
1: but. honestly I I don't see anybody. I mean, obviously we'll have to see what Rami does coming back from that, that knee injury. But uh, I, I don't see anybody beating Phil right now. And unless Kai comes back, and I still think that Kai has the potential to possibly beat Phil. Um, last year, Phil brought it. Hands down. The previous two years, Phil did not bring it. And and I think if if Phil slips up just a little bit and Kai was in that lineup, I, I think Kai gets his first Olympia.
0: Right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Kai was uh very good. I mean I thought he I, I thought he won in um what year was uh fourteen? was 14 when i thought he won yeah he wasn't in the show in 15 no i thought he won 14 that i think 14 was phil's worst and kai had a nice combo of size and shape he wasn't the greatest but i don't know i think if you take away all the names and everything and all you do is judge bodybuilding you don't know any of the guys they're completely foreign to you you use the the men in black flashy thing did you flashy thing me remember that I love that movie, but yeah, you do that, and you look at Kai and Phil in in 2014, I think Kai beats him, to be honest with you, and I'm a Phil fan, I hope Phil wins 10, but it is what it is, I don't think we're going to see Kai again, unfortunately, Um, so that's it, a quick shout out to Evan Sinopani, he did tear his quad, Um, that sucks, Um, that's going to be hard for him to come back from, Uh, but like Evan was one of my top picks on the on uh, the episode where we talked about the bodybuilders we most respected. So uh Evans a true stand up guy, a great role model. He's we need more of Evan Cenopani in this industry. Uh uh quick recovery to him. I'm sure he'll recover quick with he's such a healthy guy. He knows what he's doing. He's probably doing hours of research to figure out how to, you know, how to make the recovery process quicker and everything else and better. So um, he'll probably be back bigger and stronger than ever. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, Evan. Just wanted to give him a shout-out and some uh, some uh, high hopes. Uh, get well soon, Evan. Uh, check out IronMagLabs.com, of course. Use coupon code JEFF15. goff 15 for 15% off at checkout. IronMagLabs.com and IronMagResearch.com. IronMag Research, the best uh, research chemicals and peptides in the industry. Um, Iron Magazine is where this is posted. All our articles and content are up there at iron magazine just finished wrapping up a show with Lee priest uh, international iron that should be up any day now and uh, or actually when you guys hear this it'll be it'll have been up for a few days so hopefully you've listened to that and uh, that's all I got Matt what are your uh, what are your final thoughts?
1: I got nothing other than the fact that the weather here is going to be beautiful this week. I plan on taking full advantage of that. So I hope wherever you are, and, and I hope you up in New York get some of the uh, the good weather that we're having here.
0: Oh, yeah. It's been nice. It actually has been nice the last few days, and it's uh, sport, the store has been really busy because, you know, the, the, the bad weather kind of kept people in for a while now that it's nice. People are making up for it, and it's been pretty nice the last few days. Uh, so that's good, but don't uh, I'm not I'm not uh, enjoying it yet because I know there's going to be a few weeks of, of really bad weather. Uh, still, the common March. So, but uh, that's uh, that's okay. We are we are used to it for sure. Um, and that's all we got, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Share the show around if you like it. Show your friends. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on, uh, you can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Matt's on Twitter and Facebook. Um, That's it. For Mr. Matt Wyke in Pennsylvania, I am Jeff Roberts, and once again, we are out of here.